Overcoming Deficits 4, Sincere Faith. 1 Timothy 1, verse 5, New International Version. Love comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. Deficits, if unaddressed, create in us affectation. Affectation is defined as behavior, speech, or writing that is pretentious or artificial and designed to impress. Oxford Living Dictionaries. Why do we as believers feel the need to impress people? Because we do not want others to learn of our deficits and the sins we are committing under their influence. We also fear rejection and the tarnishing of our reputation. For these reasons, in a group full of sincere believers seeking the Lord, the man with affectation must pretend to be a genuine believer seeking the Lord. This mimicry is comparable to what Christ alluded to in the parable of the tares and the wheat in Matthew 13, verse 25. In the parable, the wheat could not be distinguished from the tares until it came time for both to bear fruit. God judges if a person is a sincere believer by inspecting their fruit. And this is how we are to judge, because the fruit always tells the truth. Matthew 7, verses 15 through 20. Let's look at two examples of insincere faith from the lives of Judas Iscariot and Ananias and Sapphira. In Luke 6, verse 16, New International Version, Judas Iscariot is described as a disciple of Christ who became a traitor. That the Bible says he became a traitor means when he was first called, he was just as sincere as the other eleven disciples. For three and a half years he was with Christ beholding his miracles, and listening to his teachings. He was given the important position of treasurer, which placed the livelihood of Christ and his disciples in his care. John 12, verse 5. Christ even gave him the power of the Holy Spirit to drive out devils and to heal all sicknesses and diseases. Matthew 10, verses 1-4, through 4, and Matthew 12, verse 28. So how could somebody so active in the church go from believer to traitor? How could Judas go from disciple to devil in three and a half years? John 12, verses 1 through 6, New International Version, explains how. John writes, Six days before the Passover, Yeshua arrived at Bethany, where Lazarus lived, whom Yeshua had raised from the dead. Here a dinner was given in Yeshua's honor. Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Yeshua's feet and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was later to betray him, objected. Why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. He did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. As keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. Judas Iscariot became a devil because despite sitting under Christ's teachings, despite being empowered by the Holy Spirit, and despite the performance of miracles in his life, he never dealt with his deficit, making his faith artificial. It does not matter how much ministry we are involved in. If we do not address the deficits in our lives and the sin that follows, we will be rejected by Christ as Judas was. Yeshua says in Matthew 7, verses 22 through 23, 
Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. The first thing to consider is how the many in these verses describe Christ. They called him Lord. No one can call Christ Lord except by the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 3. Secondly, prophesying, casting out devils, and performing many wonderful works are all gifts of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 8 through 10. Wonderful works in the Greek is dynamis, speaking in this context of performing miracles. See Strong's Concordance 61411. Thirdly, Christ did not say they were lying about what they had done in his name. So why did Christ dismiss them as workers of iniquity? Because when we are involved in Christian activity without dealing with the sin in our lives, we are doing nothing more than using His name as a cover for sin, and that is iniquity. All Christian works produced from a life in rebellion is iniquity. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. 1 Samuel 15 verse 23 the second example we will review is the story of Ananias and Sapphira in Acts 4, verse 31, through Acts 5, verse 10. In this story, the setting is in Jerusalem, and gathered together are all the disciples, one in heart and soul. Everyone is receiving the fullness of the Holy Spirit, everyone is preaching, and everyone is sharing their possessions as if they had no ownership. They are even selling properties they owned and bringing the money from the sale to the apostles for distribution among the brothers in need. Who wouldn't want to belong to such a movement? Who wouldn't want to be in such an environment of love and power? The answer is no one. And Christians who are double-minded always seek to join these powerful movements of God to hide their sin while getting a reputation as wholehearted believers. This attempt to exploit God's movement to gain status is the circumstance with Ananias and Sapphira. Acts 5 verses 1 through 10 states, But a certain man named Ananias, with Sapphira his wife, sold a possession and kept back part of the price, his wife being privy to it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why hath Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost, and to keep back part of the price of the land? Whiles it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not in thine own power? Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost. And great fear came on all them that heard these things. And it was about the space of three hours after, when his wife, not knowing what was done, came in. And Peter answered unto her, Tell me whether ye sold the land for so much. And she said, Yea, for so much. Then Peter said unto her, How is it that ye have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are at the door, and shall carry thee out. Then she fell down straightway at his feet and yielded up the ghost. 
Ananias and Sapphira keeping back part of the money is a picture of how believers give a part of their lives to the Lord and keep back the rest for sinful pleasure. Christ described this type of believer in Revelation 3, verses 15 through 16. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Ananias and Sapphira were not sincere in their faith and were killed by God because of it. Also, notice who Peter said was offended by their dishonesty. Peter did not say they were lying to the apostles and the church. He said, Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. When we participate in weekly church services, Bible studies, and other Christian activities, but do not seek victory over sin in our lives, we are not lying to men who give us a good reputation, but to God who knows the truth. Let us make every effort to not attend any church service, Bible study, or other Christian activity if the motive is not to get victory over sin.